Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neath the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard. It is Friday, Labor Day weekend. This is Todd Bubba Horwitz. What's going on, everybody? Well, I hope you have a nice big weekend planned. Uh, obviously, the markets don't have much, but the, the 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 war cry yesterday was it was China. It was China. Well, you know, we saw that big sell-off late in the day, and of course. Uh, President Trump is at it again and putting back tariffs on, and I think he's right. I mean, again, I, I have to agree that if you want to run the United States like a business, I think that's the right play. Okay, you've got them on the run, first of all, and they're going to try to outweigh it through the midterms. Uh, and I'm not so sure the midterms are going to be uh, a blue wave is being predicted. It might be, um, but that won't help China. Okay, their economy is in big trouble and collapsing. Uh, their currency is is smushing. So we'll see. Again, the bottom line is, for everybody's sake, they should just come to the table and do it and get it done with. Because let's face it, okay, Trump has the right idea to get it done, and we want free and fair trade. It's better for everybody. It's better for the farmers. It's better for businesses. Again, unless you want to continue just to build massive debt in this country, Okay, unless you just want to keep doling out to everybody else in the world instead of paying down and taking care of our deficit, which, of course, they won't do that part. But uh, at least we can get a start to it. But I mean, you know, again, if you want to get things right and you want everything to be better, okay, uh, then you want this this to be successful and you want Trump to be right because he is right. I mean, again, forget about what the economists and all the other jackasses say. Okay. From a straight-out business standpoint, he's 100% right. And, of course, that's the only way we're going to ever have a chance to reduce this debt that we have created. Now, uh, you know, is is there ever going to pay that debt down? I, that I can't answer, but at least I'd like to have the opportunity to see if they would pay it down. And I think this is one of the issues, okay? But this is where Trump is right, okay? We're $21 trillion in debt, okay? That's our deficit. So, and it's just going, obviously, you look at the debt clock, we see it all the time. But if you don't take care of business, you end up in a lot worse position. And, and again, we're going to have worse positions coming up at some point. That's, uh, th- that's what it comes down to. And we have to get things in order. And, and that's the way we get in order. And the, the, the best news, though, is for the farming community, is uh, if, you, if you take care of business... Okay, then, then you end up in a in a in a much better position. Okay, because you you're in a position of success. Okay, you're in a position of, of allowing free markets to work, and, and certainly 
the farming community's got a love of true free market because right now they're all so manipulated uh, and you know you, you get a better chance to, 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 to remove these tariffs and they get everything going. I mean, not the tariffs, but the duties and the quotas. I mean, all of a sudden we're going to be talking about markets that are trading free and that's, that's all we can ask for. In the meantime, you know, with the last day of the month and, you know, holiday weekend, there's not much to expect here. Uh, you know, again, I don't think the markets will get crazy again. Well, not crazy, but until, I don't think you'll see any real business again until uh, probably the week after next. Uh, you know, again, there could be something. You just never know. I mean, you know, we could get what they call an air pocket. Uh, you know, you saw it kind of yesterday. Uh, but I don't see much. To, to worry about in the next you know few days. Now, again, that doesn't mean that there won't be some news bomb, and that's the one thing that you know you're always on the lookout for, and you can't you can't be prepared for it otherwise you'd be gambling. But what they call or what we call the fundamental news bomb, it's something that nobody could expect, nobody could price in, and we'll see if that is indeed what what, what happens here at some point. Uh, and again, obviously, a, a day like Monday is a perfect day for it to happen because if, if any bad news comes out, and don't think that these announcements don't come at sometimes for a reason. You know, the, the people are not dumb. They understand that, you know, if they have a position in the market, okay, that they could be setting something up and to benefit from a news item. You know, again, and I'm not accusing uh, Elon Musk, but let's just say he was that kind of person, okay, and and had a position on or told somebody about it. Well, then of course you would see that where well, the benefit would become from making that kind of announcement, okay. And and that's what I'm trying to tell you, okay. Things happen, and they're not really as random, random as we sometimes like to think they are, okay. So again, let's not be naive and believe that everything is just randomly happens and this news just showed up. Okay. Some of the news is, is, is prepared and, and prepped. Okay. And, you know, people like to talk about things and they like to give things out. So again, that's why you see some of these cases come up, but you know, we'll, we'll see if anything happens, but you know, again, unless there's something just totally unexpected that shows up, you know, expect this quiet, dull market to continue and as you saw yesterday buyers stepped in you know even when we were down about almost 200 buyers stepped in and that's really what you're seeing you're seeing a continuation and to me that's a very bearish sign long term but i don't know how long it can last because when buyers continue to step up you know this is the retail trade buy that you know you know that complacency is well over the top right now so we've got a lot of things to, that we know that are not bullish, but but it doesn't matter because it doesn't mean the market's going to go down tomorrow. It doesn't mean the market's going to go down next week. It just means that these are the warning signs that show up. Do you notice a similarity at how some of these big NASDAQ stocks are just clopping up higher? I mean, did you watch it? And you see Apple was up like 5 or $6 at one point yesterday before coming down and only closing up two. This is the same kind of action. And what does that mean? It means that the retail trade is chasing the market around. Okay, that's what it means. Okay, it means nothing else than exactly what I just said. 
the retail market is chasing around the trade. Okay. Now, is that bad or good? Well, you know, it's 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 good if you know how to deal with it. It's, it's good if you're getting out. But we know that that's not the case. They never get up. Okay. So uh, this is where, you know, you separate yourself. But it's also the, the place where you have to have and be as patient as you can be waiting for the opportunity. Because if we don't wait for the right opportunity, then we end up in usually a bad spot and bad shape. And that is not what we want to do. We want to be in good shape. And that's what, you know, is something is always worth checking out and making sure that we understand exactly what we're trying to do and exactly what we're trying to find out. In the meantime, it is Labor Day weekend, and I want to wish everybody have a great weekend. And this is uh, The Bubba Show, Tad Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And with football season here, you get uh, a sporting edge uh, on the weekends that you can listen to. It's always great. And uh, we'll have our selections at some point, and we'll start picking games every week for those who you like to as well. And don't forget to check out our high school program. It's at highschoolinvesting.com. And if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. Uh, certainly like to get, can you keep this going? In the meantime, we're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. It's time for the one, the only, the extremely talented Jane King, Lila Max Media, the Kaching Report. What's up, Jane King, on the road? Yes, on the road today, traveling through Kentucky and Indiana. So visiting some TV stations and getting a look at the crops right before harvest starts here soon. And how do they look? <laughs> I, they look I mean, everything looks great. Um, I mean, I was, back, I was here in July. Everything looks really good. I think they've had lots of rain. It's been kind of hot, but if you got enough rain, um, you know, it's the hot and dry that really bothers the corn, especially during pollination. It seems like we're going to have a nice big crop this year. Oh, that's that's good and bad, right? I mean, it depends where the break-even numbers are. But, you know, are you, so you, you drove from New York to Indiana? That's your, that's your route? No, we flew. So we, uh, we flew, from Indiana, uh, flew from New York to Lexington, Kentucky, visited mother-in-law, kids and so I got to see grandma and then went to Louisville, spent the night in Louisville last night. So that was a nice town. Um, and now we're heading to Indianapolis and then on to Kokomo. Nice. Kokomo, Indiana. I, I, I had a plane that ran out of gas there once. But <laughs> so as, as you travel through some farm country, uh, what did you think of, uh, of Trump's announcements on, on tariffs with China and the failing of the deal with the EU and all the other stuff? What, what, what did you think? Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess we never expected this to be smooth, right? I mean, when you're asking people to give up things that they've gotten used to for decades, they're going to fight. And, um, you know, it's like they're not just going to roll over and let this happen. I'm sure he knew that. I'm sure all the trade representatives knew that. This is going to take some time. Uh, nice to see that Mexico uh, reached a deal. Hopefully Canada can come along. Um, but China, um, I kind of thought maybe we were starting to have a break there in China and it doesn't look like it. So China's standing firm. Uh, not a breakthrough, a breakdown. <laughs> and, and, of course, do you think that China's waiting for the 
for the election to see if uh, if the if the Democrats unseat the Republicans in the House? I think they probably are. I mean, they're smart, you know, and here we are. We're only six weeks away. Um, so my guess is, I mean, they could probably hold off for six more weeks, see what happens, see if that happens to change anything, maybe give them more leverage in some way. And then, I mean, I don't imagine anything's going to get done between now and November 6th. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, it, it, obviously it's a relationship thing, but I, I would think that uh, it doesn't really matter who wins. I mean, it could get stalled, but, you're, you know, their economy is really trashing right now, and they've got some pretty big issues. But, you know, what can I tell you? If they want to hold out, you know, the one thing about having central banks and, you know, around the world is they can print all the money they want, so I guess they can just devalue their currency a little bit more. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, and, and I guess I think they probably are like, you know what, it's worth waiting. I mean, they have a different kind of sense of waiting than we do, and they can wait and wait and wait. And, um, you know, you've got a, a leader of China who I, I think some people are upset, but he's basically a leader for life. And, you know, what are they going to do? Overthrow him? I mean, so he's like, well, you know, people are going to have to rough it up a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I think I think that's, you know, probably what he's doing, just hoping that everybody just kind of like, uh, you know, goes along and six weeks will go by pretty quickly. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, you know, I would have thought, you know, the grains would have been under a little bit of pressure this morning. But I think, as I said all week, they were kind of signaling that there wasn't everything wasn't so rosy because they, they're not down today. They're actually up today. And that would have surprised me normally, but I, I had said all week that there looked like to be some problems out there with this trade deals, and obviously there is, and, and we'll see what it works. But uh, the markets continue to go up, Jane. There's no, there's no stopping it. We had consumer uh, consumer confidence is a hundred what 138 percent or something like that, the highest since the year 2000. 18 high, 18 year high. Um, yeah, you know, I feel you know, you and I have talked about this. Like people people say, like the bull market's getting old. Okay, kind of started in whatever, 2009, when we hit that low in March of that year. Um, but I think this is almost like a, I mean, it's a bull market for different reasons. I mean, we were in a bull market from 2009 to 2016, basically, because of Fed money and easy money and low interest rates. Now we're getting into a different phase with less regulation. I mean, it's actually really what a bull market should be. I mean, companies that are able to hire, able to grow, able to expand, they can innovate, they can try new things. Um, so I think, you know, I, I think actually this could last for a while. Uh, well, uh, now I will say this. The last time confidence was as high, which you said was 18 years ago. Remember what happened 18 years ago, right? <laughs> as dot-com bus. Right. Live through it. Yeah, <laughs> and and aren't aren't you saying? I mean, I know you don't watch the tape like I do, but aren't you saying? I mean, these stocks are now starting to explode, you know, and and gaps up, you know, these big. It's, it reminds me a lot of the trading from the '90s uh, because, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm long term. I'm a long term bull, right? I, I know the markets go up eight percent year over year, but I, in the short term here. I think they're getting a little bit frothy, and I'm not saying that we're going to get a, coll- a crash or a collapse, but certainly it wouldn't surprise me. Would it surprise you if the markets fell apart? Well, it wouldn't surprise me if tech companies started to kind of get some more realistic to them. I mean, Amazon, you know, Apple, trillion dollars. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, Amazon just seems to, like, go up a lot every day. I mean, it's been leading the NASDAQ higher. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we'd see that shift. Now, I kind of thought that for the year. I mean, because tech led the stock market last year. You know, and here we are, like, into the fall, almost, and tech's still leading the market. So it's a bit surprising how long it's lasted. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the leadership shift a little bit. Don't know exactly where it would go. I mean, I look at some 
some of these industries that have been really hit hard. I mean, it might be industrials. It might be, um, you know, energy. Um, Lila Max Media. <laughs> I mean, Lila Max Media. Hey, I am ready. I'm ready to ring that opening bell. Take so, the company public. <laughs> so you, you will one of these days. So what, what did you think about Trump's comments on Google and the, the social media companies? You're in, the, you're in the media, and I know you're, you're a very fair and equal reporter. So what did you think of his comments about Google and their algorithms and how they report the news? Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't know enough about how algorithms work, but I, I know that they can be tweaked to emphasize certain things. Um, to put up certain things, like I know businesses will pay extra to have their um, company show up first when you do a Google search for Chevy dealership or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. And Silicon Valley is um, very liberal. I mean, it's, I mean, look at, you know, Google that the police protested because there was a Department of Defense contract over drones. It actually would have ended up saving lives in the long run, but Google had to eventually drop that. Um, you know, and they've, there's just, you know, Facebook, uh, you know, there's been a lot of like people complaining at these companies about the culture there and how you can't even be a conservative. I mean, you can't even say something like, well, I think Trump has some good ideas. I mean, and you're just immediately like shunned. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there's some people kind of doing some shenanigans uh, within some of these companies to limit, uh, some conservative viewpoints. I agree. Listen, you know, when they can tell me when I to open up my even my Hotmail account and they flash in, you know, a uh, an ad that I that uh, something that I bought, you know, I, I think they can do anything. I think that's the problem. With te- yeah. It's not a problem, but that's with technology. You know, we don't all have that complete understanding, but they can pinpoint, I think, just about anything. And the, the lastly, you know, obviously, there's been a little bit of talk about Facebook and, and some of the, I guess, conservative people that work for Facebook feel pressured. And, mm-hmm. and what do you think of all that? Yeah, no, I think it's true. I mean, I totally get it. I mean, I live in New York. It's like, you know, it's you can't really, you know, you can't even say in New York, like, I think he's doing some good things on trade or whatever. Um, I mean, or you're just looked at like you've got three heads. I mean, you can't even like give them a fair shot. It's, it's really crazy. Like, because I, I think anybody who's a fair person would re, would understand that, well, there have been some people who haven't participated in this and let's be fair about that. And he, you know, you can't even say that to most people in New York. I mean, you know, you, you talk about a conversation coming to a complete halt at a cocktail party, try saying something like that. Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 Jane King, yeah. Lila Max Media, the Kitchen Report. Thanks so much. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Be Thanks, safe son. and say hello to the whole family and push on those farmers. Tell them to get those crops out of the ground. Have a great weekend, my dear. All right. I'll get some scoop on what they think. Thanks, honey. And that was Jane King, Lila Max Media, the Kitchen Report, joining us on the road, going through Indiana, checking out the farm country because she is a farmer uh, from a farming family. And of course, uh, you know, again, I did note that it was interesting that I thought that grains could be a little bit lower this morning, but they were not. Uh, so I think it's interesting to to see that, you know, we talked about this information and uh, it, it, it does work the way we talk about it. That's why market expectations are so important. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, I want to remind you, first of all, to download The Bubba Show each and every day. And, of course, the Sporting Edge on the weekends at Liberty Talk. That FM, the only station you need. And, uh, of course, don't forget to get my daily update, which is available for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. 
fill out the little box that pops up and you can get my daily update for free. And what I really do is I recap what happened. I give you what my expectations are. And sometimes I send them out in the middle of the day if I see something. But I'm kind of giving you, I'm trying to give you tomorrow's newspaper today. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and we're going to continue with what we started yesterday with the Futures webinar. Let's go to it right now. Here we go. I'm paying a lot more commission. I mean, the pattern works here. Let's look at any. Let's look at Amazon. Okay. So Amazon consolidated early, and it never blew off. It just kept going. It just kept trending higher. It just trended higher all day. Okay. So there's really no trade here. But you certainly could have traded it. Okay. If the pattern would have shown. Okay, you know, I could say this could have been a blow up, but I'm not going to call it because it's right on the dead opening and there's not enough action here. But again, it doesn't matter what you're trading. But the difference is, is if you do it on a stock, the costs are a lot higher. The commission, the margin, everything is just much, much higher. So it's easier to use it in the futures market. We don't have all those issues to deal with. Okay. Now, um, <clears throat> Nasdaq, somebody asked me for it. Now, NASDAQ, obviously, this is overnight, but it was flat, dead flat, consolidated all night long. Finally broke out. And NASDAQ was a, a NASDAQ was a rough trade today. OK, NASDAQ had if you had traded it, you probably had two losers, maybe three. Right. What happened is the market blew off. And then what happened? It consolidated. And then it resumed blowing off, blew off again, consolidated and blew off again. The last trade probably could have been a little bit of a winner. But again, I don't worry about little bits and pieces. I'm not trying to, to convince you on the idea. I know it works. It works well. But there are there are going to be patterns. Sometimes it's just going to continue to go, as did the NASDAQ today, whereas the, the, the Dow Mini gave you an opportunity. The S&P gave you an opportunity. Crude oil gave you a great opportunity right here. Okay. So again, those are the phases of the market that you have to focus on so that you understand what can happen Next, okay, brokerage. Again, you have to make sure that you are not overpaying, okay? You should be able to get, in a futures trade, you should be able to get $5 maximum, and that's round term, in and out. Okay, they go, and, and futures, they're called cars, and they're in and out, okay? Duke and Duke from trading places. Is your trading process focused on long or short time frame? Actually, we do both, but the day trading part is short time. It's four. We use actually two time frames, four minutes and one minute to signal the trade. You use technical or fundamental. And I never use fundamental analysis in my life. OK, I might like something fundamentally, but until it gives me a signal to buy it or sell it, technically, I'm not doing anything with it. Do you have a special do you have to have a special knowledge of futures market that gives you an added advantage? No, you have to know how to read a chart. Okay. You have to know how to not be emotional. You always use a well-defined trading plan that you follow without fail. You better. Okay. Again, you better because that's part of the business. Does your trading process recognize the market trend? We don't care about the trend. We're in this process. We're playing one pattern. We're playing for the blow up. We're playing for the edge, which will happen 
a number of times a day, especially when there's some volatility in the market. Does your trading process work well and up? It works the same in any market. Doesn't again, it doesn't matter. Again, this goes back to all markets are the same. All patterns repeat themselves. The shortest time frame always has to resolve itself into the longer time frame. You have a proven trading process that applies to futures, of course. Again, remember, you have efficient markets, centrally regulated exchanges, low commissions, 20, virtually 24-hour day trading, all electronic trading, leverage. Trading hours. Now, when I recommend trades, you know, I usually send out trades at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30, Chicago time, so that's 5, 5.30. If you see the trade, you can enter it. If it's a 24-hour market, some markets are not 24 hours. You know, for example, if you get something in the grains, if you if you get it after uh, 7:45 or 8:45 Eastern, it doesn't you can't trade it until 9:30. If it's something in the meats, the meats only trade from 9:30 to two. Okay, but when you get an order, you can enter it anytime. Okay, it, again, it, we're looking at price. That's what we're trading. A few questions regarding the trades you have posted in the day trade area. There are three new trades. What time these trades were taken? I'm trying to look at a chart to learn from them. Also, the bottom of the page for swing trades are a few trades with no stops. At what point do you place those stops? I signed up for the two-day Vegas seminar. I will email you whatever questions I have within the next few days. See you in Vegas. Thanks so much. Well, again, um, when we're using the different trades, you know, I don't always want to put a stop in because if markets get a little bit too thin, I don't want to get stopped out by accident. I'm, I'm always watching. I'm always here. At what point should I go from one to two contracts, start a program to work with 25,000, now I have 42? You can go to two contracts. You can go to three. Okay, this is what we were talking about earlier. You start with X. So we'll use 5,000. That's a, a, a standard number. You start with 5,000. You get to 7,500, you can go to two contracts. Okay, if you get to 10,000, you can go to three. But the minute you draw down, Back to 8,000, you go back to two. And if you draw back down to 7,000, you go back to one. Because you're going to have drawdowns. I mean, the one thing about this business, your drawdowns are always in your future. Okay? Learn from winners, right? You know, here's what everybody thinks success is. This is what it's like, right? It's better to wish you were in a trade than to wish you were not. Oh, I do have the picture here. This is 1987. That, that young guy is me. Okay. <laughs> That's the, that's the, in the OX, but that's the crash, right? Forget what they told you, follow the money. That's what it's, it's always about it. And, and do something today that your future self will thank you for. Okay, that's what we're here about. Now, here's the longer term portfolios, right? I, I run for myself four different portfolios, okay? There's a total of 29 different futures that I use. The 212,000, which is live, you can see the dates on it right now. Okay, you can see the dates the trade were entered. You can see whether profit or losses. Okay, and this is the, this is the actual equity curve on these trades. Okay, these trades never have stops. Okay, we're always in these 29 markets or whichever model that you would want to follow. Okay, because we're always playing for the big trend. Okay, these highlighted. Ones are what we call megatrends. You can see the profits on those, right? So what will happen is, you know, they'll re when they reverse out, if it's a loser, you re reverse it, take your losses, and then you're on the other side of that trade. So this portfolio is 29 
and here's the this is the actual equity curve. You can see it's dated the last dated up as of the 23rd. Now here's the smallest one, which carries four different futures. Okay, that has the Canadian dollar, the Nasdaq, soybeans, sugar, okay? and those are the only four products. Again, that's and they're based on the margin, the overnight margin on these four contracts is 10,000 approximately. We want you to have three times margin in the bank. So that's why this is a $31,000 portfolio. This is some software that we have actually that, that does, that if you go through the class, we'll go through this, but this actually shows, uh, it actually does, uses my logic to trade. And since its inception, okay, it has had a lot of trades, 1,700 trades, okay? 933, total profits, total losses, net, 7,900. This is based on one contract. Now, in my recommendation service, every day I send up a daily update. This was today's, okay? So today we were going to sell the S&P at 2,906, but when it didn't hit when I wanted it to, based on the chart I was looking at, we canceled it, okay? Cancel S&P. So we never filled it and I because I manage these very actively. At the same time, we have some open trades, okay, that we're in. We're we're, we're losing right now in the S and P. We're we're making money in the uh, in the in the bond and losing in the euro currency, and we're about even in the oil. But at the end of the day, these typically make money, and you'll see that here is this is. And we'll come back and talk about the track record and what else we're doing here. But in the meantime, again, I hope you're learning. Understanding how important it is to focus on market action and and not news, but actually the the the, the markets the clues that they give you. I think this is one of the things that <clears throat> many of us uh, forget to watch for, and we end up making mistakes. And again, <clears throat> excuse me, it comes down to understanding what market expectations are, understanding what the charts are telling you, understanding everything about uh, around the market, but not any of the news. Again, as, as we saw yesterday, late in the day, with a, a little bit more worry on tariffs and trade and all that stuff, of course, the markets got trapped in an air pocket and sold off hard. But did you notice that by the end of the day, they rallied back quite a bit and even with this morning sell-off, uh, we were still didn't check out, take out the lows. So that's something that you know you have to understand. It it does appear that things are going to work their way higher before they work their way lower. And again, that's what we always want to make sure that you try to understand. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and of course. Don't forget to download the show every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. And you can also get <clears throat> the Sporting Edge there each and every weekend. And, you know, uh, every day I do a daily update on what I think of the markets. And you can get that for free. All you have to do is go to bubbatrading.com, fill out uh, the little box that pops up, and I will email you every day a three to five minute video after the market's closed to give you a general idea of what I'm thinking. It's like kind of getting tomorrow's newspaper today. And if you want a copy of this webinar, uh, all you have to do is email me 
at Bubba at BubbaTrain.com, and you can see the graphics and things that went with it. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Arts. We're going to step out of a break. We'll be right back with more after break, the Bubba Show. To the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and let's go back and finish up our webinar. Here we go. It's true. Yesterday, day trading track record is thirteen thousand profit. Okay, and the swing trading is twenty three thousand close profit. Okay, those are you can see the dates of the trades when they're closed. There's no hiding the numbers. There's they are what they are. And then, Bubba, I couldn't make session four two tonight. Are you going to send out the video? Of course, I am. Also wanted to share my week's trading with you, Coach. Traded only four days, Monday through Thursday, March 26, 29th. 45 trades, 23 winners, 20 losers, two break-even. Total winning points, 945. Total losing, 519. Net profit points, 426. 51% winning, 44% losing. Commissions, 410. Profit, 2100 minus 184. Commission, 1945 profit. I tried the other day trading system, and they're too complicated to me. You have kept it simple, the KISS method. That's what we try to do. Okay, this is from this morning. Okay, 660 on the oil blow off after the report. Thanks for all you do, 009. <laughs> Anyways, so if you'd like to take advantage, now don't go anywhere because you asked me all the questions, but I'm going to offer you my service, but I will answer all the questions when we're done, so you don't have to, even if you don't want to buy anything, no big deal, I'll answer all your questions, but we have a new, at least, uh, we're going to Vegas, two-day seminar with me, uh, eight hours a day live. Uh, it's 11-11. Before Saturday, September 1st is the expiration on that. We'll be at the Orleans Hotel, $55 night rooms. And you get, I, I buy a lunch and a, a breakfast and lunch. And we get to have a good time. And we get to learn for, for two solid days. So, and I will trade live there too, because there'll be a Fed meeting on the Wednesday. It's, this is Tuesday and Wednesday, the 12th and 13th. And that's what I have to offer you. This is how you get a hold of me. And I will answer any questions that you have. Fire away. kind of observe and watch and kind of look at things we went through today. And I guess if you have no questions, I guess I'll say good night. Oh, there you go. Do you, do you see any commodities in a long-term trend now? Oh, Senator. Well, I think that, uh, uh, I, I think when you're looking, you could say that um, copper has been in a long-term downtrend, but I think that's starting to change a little bit. Gold's been an obvious long-term downtrend. Copper been in a long-term downtrend. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, the um, euro currency has been in a relatively long downtrend as well. Okay, so you know, um, those would be the basics that we would look at. I mean, the bonds have been in a 30-year uptrend until now. <laughs> is the course recorded for? Yes, the course is recorded. And I send you the recording after each session. So you have it to keep. It's good forever. Okay. And then you get to come to new classes because if you don't know me, I can do the same webinar different ways depending on what's going on in the market at the time. But you always get the information. So I, I love to teach it, and I love to have it done. When do you see PMs turning 2019? PMs, what am I missing?
what is historic pattern Friday to Tuesday? I don't understand what that means either. Need some help. I'll answer if I, if I know what I'm answering. Oh, precious metals. Duh, I only write for Kitco every day. Well, I think that right now, 1180 is key. You know, this 1167 was an overnight print. It counts, but notice it popped right back. This is pretty key right here, 1180. Uh, I think that if they, if they, they could turn here, uh, if they don't, they're going to be get ugly again and go down to about 1130. Right now, we're, cons- we're starting to consolidate here. Okay, If it can stay within this consolidation range, then I think they'll turn now. I have a very big position in silver because I like it, but I don't use precious metals as a as a hedging model Okay, because they don't hedge against anything. I directly hedge my own portfolio in the equity market, and I buy precious metals because I like to own some hard assets. Okay, but I think they're turning now. Uh, but again, there's there's some work to do. Look at here, here's silver in consolidation. So we know that we learned from today that a new market is being born. The question is, is is it going to be born to the up, or is it going to resume and go down? That's why we have to wait for the breakout of the trend. If we're going to trend trade this Friday before three day up down. Oh, you're talking about like this, this, this weekend, this long weekend? Oh, I don't know. I don't. That's not something I, that I would ever even look at. You know, that that's like trying to say that well, volatility is going to fall because there's a short. Well, they already know that. Everybody knows what's in front of us. Our job is to get the edge on what they don't know, or the edge on their emotions. Okay, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grab a hold of the emotions that other people have. Okay, because they have them all the time. Okay, either up or down. You know, here in oil today. Okay, here. In oil, the the news came out, it spiked, and then, oh, I'm wrong, and they puked it out. Oh, wait a second, and they went back up again. Okay, again, this is when you see this movement. This is very. This is what we teach. This is the biggest key play because it doesn't matter what time frame it's on. The reason we go shorter is just because it creates more trading opportunities. And if you're good at it, the more you can do, the better off you're going to be. Never use the almanac. No, I don't. I don't use full moons. I don't use the almanac. I only know how to do one thing. Well, I know how to read a chart. Okay. I don't watch. I only. I hardly ever watch the news. You know, if I'm going to be on like today, I was on Fox at, at four. I watched a little bit before just so I knew what they were talking about. But I'm purely looking at this. This is one of the things that I look at. I mean, I, I think that, for example, corn, and I've been very bullish corn. It hasn't done so well, okay, recently. But I think that this trading action is signifying that even though the trade wars may settle, the, the, the grain markets don't necessarily believe it yet, okay? They're in bigger consolidation and, and should break out. But I got news here. If they break 350, it's good night, Charlie. And we hope you enjoyed uh, the presentation of the webinar over the last couple of days. Uh, this is Labor Day weekend. It is a holiday. The markets are slow. There is no trading on Monday. Of course, they are open electronically. And there have been days 
<laughs> on these holidays has been massive. Again, nobody should be trading, but you, you never know. I take a look just to see because, uh, you know, we have had some major things, but it is uh, college football open last night. And, of course, we had our winner, Northwestern, the uh, the Wildcats. And, of course, uh, it looks like we're off and uh, you've got uh, – uh, the rest of the slates tonight and tomorrow. We got a big week, and then of course the NFL kicks off next week. So it, it's back to good, exciting football times, which is one of the best times of the year. I mean, right now, what could you have better? Baseball coming into the home stretch, and football. So make sure you download the Sporting Edge at LibertyTalk.fm, especially you fantasy footballers. See what the boys got to say. Uh, but uh, again, don't expect much. I would I would say before we get back to normal trading, uh, whatever normal is. But I would say probably not. Probably not even next week. Although there could be some action depending on the, if there's some news. But uh, it, it should start to get back to normal in a couple of weeks, and we should start to see some action. So we'll see and check it out. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and of course, want to remind you to take a look at our high school program. See if you want to help us out at uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. And don't forget to download the Bubba Show as well as the Sporting Edge every day at LibertyTalk.fm. Make sure you help us out and help us get to our goals. And uh, every day, I want to wish you all a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, have some Enjoy some time with your family, your friends, and uh Enjoy all that you have to offer, and we'll see you back here on Monday with more of the Bubba Show. Top of boards. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you Monday. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.